All right, guys, welcome to the second podcast of Interrupted by Christ. This is Braden Will Hoyt. I'm here with Cole Bear, and we're kind of going to talk about how our week was since the last podcast, and then we'll kind of get into some more conversations later on. So, Cole, i got to ask, man, how was your week? Well, I mean, it was pretty good, I guess, Braden. Not not too much happened, you know, nothing too exciting. I uh, worked a lot this week, and then pretty much just had school once how my life's been the last two or three months, you know? Yeah, I feel like once you get out of high school... It just, like, it's, it's not fun anymore. It's just constant work. I mean, if you go to college, at school all the time. Yeah, I know when I was in high school, like me personally, I don't know about you, Braden, but the only thing that kept me wanting to stay in school was baseball because oh, I, yeah, I hated everything for else. sure. Easily. I, I didn't care about school. Exactly. But now baseball. that I now that I look back on it, I'm like, you know what? I would go back to high school in a heartbeat even if I didn't have baseball. Oh, yeah. So it's a lot. You ain't got to worry about work. You ain't got to worry about taxes. You ain't got to worry about none of that stuff. But, speaking of work, finally got cleared to go back to work Friday. Went fishing Saturday, because that's what I do. That's the first thing I done, was go fishing. And then I went to work, and my reputation of the guy who broke his foot is insane. Yeah, there's actually a girl that works with me. Her name's Summer. And uh, it was kind of funny, actually. She told me she works at FedEx, and I was like, do you work for Grounder Express? He's like, I work for ground. I'm there, like, in the mornings, and I'm on the line. I'm like, oh, okay, well, you might know my friend Braden that works there. He was like, oh, is he the one that broke his foot? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's him. That's, that's pretty bad when the whole building knows you as the guy that broke his foot. I don't know why that's my reputation. Yeah, she told me. She's like, yeah, I just started here. I've never seen him or met him, but I just know him as the guy that broke his foot. Yeah. Yeah, I, went, I walked in. Guy was like, hey. You better watch your step. Don't want you to hurt your other foot. First thing he said to me, not welcome back. You know, nothing like that. But I thought that was pretty funny. So, Brady, let me just ask you real quick. Okay. So, how many fish did you catch Saturday? Why why, why would you bring that up? That's just wrong, man. Uh, I caught a whopping two. Okay, it was cold. It was windy. And it was my first time on the water in a month and a half. I can I have an excuse, so. Yeah, it's not. It's not like I'm gonna be taking pe- people fishing in like twenty days. It's not like that's that, true. But I mean, but so, yeah. So, so I'm just wondering, how are you feeling about you starting guiding? Like, are you nervous, or how do you, you know, how do you feel about it? On a terrified scale from one to ten, I'm sitting at a solid seven and a half right now. So, you know, there's a lot more that goes into it than just you know pull up, get my boat, get fished, go home. Oh yeah, totally. A lot more than that. I mean, you got on a full day, which is eight hours. You got to prepare them lunch. You got to, you know, take care of them. It's it's babysitting for human beings is literally what it is. But it, I find watching people catch fish that you know you had a part in, it, it's awesome. I promise you, it's awesome. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, I enjoy it honestly more than fishing myself. I mean, yeah, like I haven't had my bass boat very long, but I've been on it a few times, and I've took maybe two or three people, but. When I have been, um, when people did catch fish, it made me feel good about myself because I'm yeah. the one that, like, you know, drove the boat to bring them there. <laughs> and, you know, honestly, I get... A lot of times when I go, you supply the baits for bass fishing because I ain't got a clue what I'm doing. <laughs> honestly, I get ex- I get more excitement seeing someone else excited than myself being excited, you know? Oh, yeah, because at this point, I've caught a bunch of trout fly fishing, and I know what it feels like. I know what to expect. Not all the time, but most of the time. But when you see, like, a new person get into it, it's just awesome. Oh, yeah, especially just, like, when I first started fly fishing, 
especially when someone's first getting into a sport like fishing, the first time you catch a fish or maybe the first few trips, you're probably the most excited you're ever going to be. Oh, so yeah. it's really awesome to see someone that that excited about it, you know? Yeah, another another reason I like fly fishing, you know, you got the lake. And don't get me wrong, a lot of people love the lake. A lot of people love, like, bass fishing and stuff like that. But there's something about that moving water on the South Holston and Watauga River. Something about that moving, like, a bit. When me and Dad went uh, yesterday... We seen there was a uh, American flag and a Trump sign in the middle of this wide open field. You've seen that flag, ain't you? Yeah, I have. And it's sticking there. And this bald eagle comes up, is flying right towards us, curves around, and flies right beside of that American flag. I was like, "Yeah, baby, this is God's country right here." Man, it was it was just a sight to see. You seen a red tail hawk, osprey. It was crazy. Yeah, I will say this, Braden. Like, I like the fly fish. A lot, and I like to bass fish some too. I might not be as good as bass fishing, but I like to do it. But I will say that being on the river is a lot better than the lake because the lake is so calm, and it's just, I mean, to be honest, sometimes it gets boring because you're just sitting there, but when you're fly fishing and you're on the river, you're always moving constantly. There's always stuff going by. There's always something exciting happening. Yeah, I I really don't know what it is. I guess it's just, you know how most people love the sound of rain hitting like a tan roof or something like that? Yeah. That water rushing... You know, beside you. It's calming. It is. It really is. But, man, being out there in God's nature around all them animals, I'm truly blessed to have a job like that. Like, so it's it's definitely a sight to see if you ever go out there. and The beautiful, like, spots and the colors on some of these fish. And that, like, to see, to be floating down a river and see a bald eagle, you don't see that every day. But for some reason, on those two rivers, South Holston and Watauga, you see them a lot more than anywhere else in, that I've been. Yeah, I think I've only seen maybe maybe three or four in my life that hasn't been. like I've seen plenty in Hollywood and stuff because yeah. they have them flying around and they try to rehabilitate ones that's got hurt. Yeah. But actually, like in the in the wild, I've only seen maybe two or three my whole life. Yeah, they're they're really not that common anymore, but there's several on the Which rivers. is really a shame because it's our, it's our nation's animal you know it really is that's that's our that's our like base is you know in oval office there's an american eagle in the rug carpet whatever mm-hmm. you call it but i think i think that's a big topic is people are taking god out of america that's where we're kind of screwing up to be honest with you i mean yeah that's true just i think we might have talked about this last podcast but we talked about how it seems like, I mean, they took took it out of school. Exactly. So. They took God out of school. There's not any Bible lessons anymore. There's prayer is not allowed. And it kind of seems like, especially the last, like the recent years, it seems like the world, especially America, is just going downhill. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, you look at schools, you look at businesses, jobs, wherever. It's offensive nowadays to talk about Christianity. It really it, is. Because, I mean, if you mention it, you're shoving it down my throat or something like that, and we're really not. You know, we're trying to help you because we know the glory of God, and we love you so much that we want to show you that, of His grace, His mercy, and what He done for you. And, yeah, I, I agree with you, Brad. And one thing that really sucks is it kind of seems like the only people we can really talk about the gospel and talk about God about is people that are already believers because if we try to talk to somebody else, like you said, 
then they're just going to say we're pushing it down their throats. And that's what really sucks because we want to talk to non-believers more than we want to talk to believers oh, to easily. turn them towards God. Because that's what he said to do. Exactly. Go out to all the nations and preach the gospel, you know. And uh, that's what I mean. That's one reason we started this podcast is to kind of be a missionary to young adults to spread the word of God. Oh yeah. So there's they're taking God out of stuff that you know you rely on God a lot for. I mean, you got the president of the United States, the leader of the country. That's not a place to take him out at all. That is the last place you want to take him out because the leader of millions and millions and millions of people. You're going to need God on your side to control that. And I think that's evident of taking him out. Doesn't work. Oh, yeah, definitely. And that's definitely evident right now in this country. So, Have you seen the interview that said amen and a woman? Yes. Do you know I, what I'm talking about? I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Now, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but what it pretty much is, it's a guy in Congress. He's praying. I'm not sure what they were talking about or anything, but at the end of the prayer, he says, Amen and a woman. And I think the worst part about this is obviously that's terrible that he said that. And we'll talk about that a little bit in a second. But he was reading from a piece of paper, uh, like his his uh, his prayer. That should not happen. When you pray, you're talking to God as a friend. Do I hold a piece of paper out to Braden and start reading to him? No. No. I mean, he's your friend. You're going to speak from your heart. You don't need to read something to talk about. Well, the thing about it is, is it wasn't even a true prayer. Exactly. I mean, he didn't mean it. He was just saying it because somebody printed that out and told him what to say. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, he was not the one that even came up with that or no. printed it out. And a, I can't remember who told me this. I think it was Jonathan during uh, two Sundays ago. Mm-hmm. Amen means so be it. It has nothing to do with your gender. Yeah, I was going to mention that too. I, I think me and you actually talked about this a little bit too. One thing that was kind of funny about that is I was talking to someone at work. And uh, I was like, yeah, did you know uh, amen meant so be it? And they're like, yeah, I think it. It was like, yeah, I think I've heard about that before. And then a random customer went up to me and said, yeah, it does mean so be it. And I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, when you when you say something like that and then you say amen and amen woman, you're taking that way out of context. Way out of context. Because then you got people that don't know any better, that don't know the definition of that. Now they're thinking, oh, I have to say that or I'm being whatever that word, whatever the word for that is. What What is the word for that? Gender um, equality or something like that. Yeah, but that's a different word for it. I can't no, think of it. I can't it. remember. But, you know, then you confuse people. But amen. Sexist. Doesn't. Sexist. Yeah. Amen doesn't mean the man's superior. Exactly. That's not what that means. Amen means so be it. So when you get done praying, or like if you say, thank you, God, for listening to my prayers. If you pray for something or you pray about something, it means so be it. That's telling God, I'm going to let you handle it. It's your decision. You do with it what you want. Exactly. When we pray, we don't need to be asking God for something or saying, God, I need this. Give me this. Give me this. We don't need to be doing that. When we pray, that's one reason we say amen, not just because everybody says it because we're saying so be it. Whatever you whatever you want, God, that's what we're saying. So be it. Whatever you want. Now, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with praying for something, but I lost my train of thought just like that, that quick. But I was going to say it says ask and you shall receive. But don't only pray to God when you want something. Continuously pray to God about what you have, about what you're thankful for. And in those times of need, that's okay, you know, because he wants you to come with those things. But I don't see praying to him just when you want something 
It's kind of. I, mean, like, I don't see any outcome to that. I mean, it's kind of like this, Braden. How would you feel if the only time I talked to you or went to you is if I needed something, money or anything? Exactly. I probably wouldn't be a fan of you, to be honest with you. Exactly. So I mean, and then he brought up something really, really important today. Um, he said that what we are preaching here about God and Jesus, if Jesus didn't resurrect, you know, what we're preaching here doesn't mean anything, you know? So I think it's really important not to confuse people with what you say and taking things out of context like a man and a woman, then that confuses people. And mm-hmm. then they don't listen to us because they think that we're lying. That's why I don't understand you know? some... Even some Christians, they only believe half the Bible. Yeah, I don't understand how well, you can do that. How can you believe one thing God says but not another? There's a there's a thing going around called um, oh, it's going around TikTok. It's progressive Christianity. That's what it is. They take they think you only have to take the Bible verses that apply to your life and then apply them. Things that you're doing. You don't have to take those Bible verses and apply them to your life. That's what progressive Christianity is about. That is so wrong. If you don't, if you don't listen to everything that that Bible says, then you're not doing it right. You have to try your hardest to follow what God says to do. But oh, yeah. if you don't, and you only apply what you want to apply to your life, that's progressive Christianity, and that's not what you need to be doing. We need to listen to the whole Bible. I mean, if God only wanted us to apply the things to our life that does apply to us, he would have said it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, he would have put, like, only apply what applies to you. Like, I, I didn't see that in there. And people so. that, and also, too, people that I said that only believe in half the Bible, half the Bible, God wrote, I mean, there's we have the whole Bible. If God only wanted us to listen to half the Bible, guess what? There would only be half the Bible. There would oh, be yeah. another half. Yeah, and a lot of people are like, well, this book was written millions of years ago. Nope, sorry. It was written at least like halfway of the Bible was written about 2,000 years ago. Just 2,021 like, years ago. One thing that I believe my dad said is out of all these scientists and they think that dinosaurs were around millions and millions and millions of years ago, my dad brought up, he doesn't believe that it's we've been here that long, you know? And I believe yeah. that's true. I don't think that the world has been alive that long the earth has been here that long because i mean if you think about it god created the heavens and the earth i mean i don't know the full story of this i'd have to do more research on it but it makes sense what he said because you got you got when god created the earth and then you have that gap and it says nothing about dinosaurs you know and but it don't say a lot of things about a lot of animals but then it goes to adam and eve those are the first two things that he created. And if I'm correct, don't scientists say that dinosaurs weren't around when humans were around? Ain't that correct? Mm-hmm. I think that's correct. Yeah. So, I mean, God said he created Adam and Eve first, not dinosaurs. You know? I mean, it kind of yeah. it kind of makes sense. I'd have to do more research on it. We might mention that in the next podcast. Yeah, I think next week we might study on a little bit and then yeah. bring it up at the beginning. Yeah, because we're not... We're not claiming to know everything there is because we don't. We're we're still learning just as you guys are, and that's what we're all here for. Oh yeah, I mean that's one reason me and Brayden talked about. We started this podcast is we we want to teach you guys, but we also want to learn ourselves, and this will help. Oh yeah. So, what else do you want to talk about? Well, what was that thing that you had on your phone that you're going to mention? Oh yeah. Okay. So I was on TikTok, and I was on Christian TikTok for a little bit, 
going to bed last night before I had to get up to go to work. But uh, there was a guy talking. They were doing a podcast, and he mentioned, he said, let's say, Cole, that I took over your girlfriend's phone. Okay, let's say I grabbed her phone, and I started texting you. Mm-hmm. Would you be able to tell the difference of me texting you or in her texting you? Oh, yeah, 100%. Y'all 100%. are definitely completely different. Exactly. And then he went on to say, he goes, if you know God's word, which is his Bible, what he spoke to you, if you know that, you know those thoughts in your head that you get are either him or they ain't. If something comes up in your head, like commit suicide, you know that's not him. If you read his word, you know that's not him speaking. Or steal this car, you know that's not him speaking. Now if you say, go help this person, you know that's God. Because Mm -hmm. God is all about love. God is all about helping people. God is all about grace and being sufficient and helping others before yourself. And also, too, I mean, that's one reason, like what you talked about, we're going to know who's talking to us. Exactly. When when we're doing something, oh, I well, lost my a, train of thought real quick. Uh, crap. Well, I remember a couple of months ago, I did a lesson in this in that youth class. When But when you, when you help somebody, don't do it just because people are watching. If... If you were the only two people left on this planet Earth, help them anyways. Yeah, we talked about this in youth a while mm-hmm. back. We talked about how if you're going to do something good, don't go around telling somebody to brag about it. Well, then it's pointless. Exactly. You know? I mean, yes, you did something good, but did you do it out of the kindness of your heart or did you do it to get attention? That's exactly. the thing. You know, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of people that video themselves giving to the homeless and stuff. Oh, yeah, all I the time. I would love to see... People do that without the video camera. And imagine, too, if you were a homeless person and someone is literally videoing you, giving you food. In your face. You know how much that would embarrass you, too? Oh, yeah. If I was a homeless person and somebody walked up there with money and a camera in my face, I'd just say no. I just wouldn't take it because that's just embarrassing. And uh, speaking of that, we are starting, me and my dad, mainly my dad, but we're starting. We're not starting. It's already started. But, uh. It's a homeless um, kind of organization, I guess you could say. But they're not asking for money. They're not asking for any donations. They're just asking for simple things like toboggans. I have it right here. Yeah, yeah it's uh, tube socks, gloves, ear covers. So some of this is stuff just for the winter. Uh, hair combs, tissues, trash bags, uh, gift card. And all, and it, no canned foods, I think he mentioned. And avoid just, chocolate because it melts. Yeah, all dry foods such as like breakfast bars, raisins, um, just things like that. Simple. And that that also, let me see that. It also, just like simple things like bottles of water, disposable underwear, uh, a gift card to McDonald's. But I want you to think about this, man. It goes back to that first podcast where you said there's a lot of people that feel like they're less blessed than others. Think about some of these homeless people situations. Look at what we have, and all they're asking for is disposable underwear. Yeah, I know. They're asking for a comb. That, if that doesn't speak volumes, man, that's hard. And that that humbles me as a person. And also... This is just me. It might be you too, but it makes you th- makes you think about how selfish you are. Oh yeah. Because I think about all the time, like, well, let's just say Tommy, Tommy over here, he has this. I don't have this. It's not fair. 
I might not have what Tommy has. I might not be that blessed, but I am blessed. Trust me, I have a great family. I have a roof over my head. I have food and water. And, I mean, that's all you need. And there's a lot of people that don't have any of that. Some people are homeless. They have no family. They have no food, no water. They have nothing. And we, we are so blessed. Me and Braden, at least, we are so blessed for what we have. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I wish I wish there was more I could do for them people. I really do. Because those are God's children, too. I don't care if they have a home or not. Because let me tell you something. If they believe in Jesus, they got a home. They just ain't made it there yet. The home in heaven. And when they get to that home, they don't they don't care what they were doing on this earth. Or I wouldn't say that. They don't care what they looked like on this earth. They don't care if they were homeless. They don't care if they had a job. When you're when they get to that home in heaven, they're gonna be rejoicing more than a lot of people on this earth right now are. Yeah, when you're in heaven, you're not gonna be thinking about anything on earth. No, because and I'm telling you, dude, whenever whenever you realize that you need Jesus, because it all makes sense, you know, we we all make mistakes. We all tell lies. We all do stuff we're not supposed to do. And, you know, let's just say nobody really knows where we're going. Okay, there's a, there's a God that comes down to earth in the form of a man, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, right? He tells you he's the Son of God. And he tells you where you're going if you believe in him. That's all you got to do. You ain't got to pay somebody. You ain't got to do something. You just have to believe and confess that you believe that he died on that cross. And that shows how much he loves us, you know? And I can't wrap my head around that. Like, And it also shows you, too, when he was on earth, it doesn't matter how far you stray away from God. You are good enough. Because I don't know if I mentioned this last podcast, but just like when... Jesus was on the cross, and he was dying. There was two men next to him. One of them got saved, and he ended up going to heaven. And he was a murderer. And that's a lot worse stuff than probably you guys have done. Well, the same thing with Paul. He used to persecute Christians. He hated the the thought of Jesus Christ. He hated that. And then... Changed his name to Saul. Jesus. No, his name was Saul. Saul and Paul. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. And then here comes Jesus down from heaven. This is after Jesus was crucified and had been resurrected. Jesus comes down from heaven just to just to appear to Paul, or I guess you could say Saul at that time, just to appear to him and only him. And just like that, he blinded Paul, and that goes back. He needed to be blinded in order for him to see the truth. You know, so Paul, the one who persecuted Christians and hated Jesus Christ, the thought of Jesus Christ, wrote so many books of the Bible. That just, if you ever think you're not good enough, go read Acts. Go read Romans. And, I mean, that's, dude, it's crazy how God changed Saul to Paul. It's crazy. I mean, yeah, and I mean, obviously it's not going to be the same, but God can change your life just as, the same way. You can be the worst person and turn into the biggest Christian. Yep, because it doesn't, I don't, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you came from. We are all children of God, whether you believe it or not. He loves you, and that's, you know, it's it's free will is what it is. That's why he gave it to us is because it's our decision. He loves us enough to give us our own choices, kind of like parents do. You know how parents are like, oh, when they get to this certain age, they can make their own choices. God gives us our own choices from the, the second we are born, you know. That's, just, that's a loving and caring God. So, I mean. One thing when I was talking about the cross earlier, 
it kind of made me wonder a little bit. I've thought about this a little bit. I wonder if the reason they wanted to crucify the the Messiah, which is Jesus, because he claimed to be the Messiah, and they didn't, you know, they didn't believe him. Because I know when he was on the cross, they said, "Well, if you can save all those people and do these miracles, why don't you just save yourself from the cross? Why don't you not go through this?" You know. And one thing I was thinking about is, I wonder if the reason they were so hard on Jesus and they crucified him, what if they, what if they knew deep down that he was the Messiah and they were just scared? Oh, I guarantee you the people that crucified him had that. It may not have been a big thought, but that little that little thought in the back, like, what if? Exactly. What if he is the Messiah? And it's like those soldiers. I can't remember who it was. God, I have a terrible memory. But right when that thunder started roaring when Jesus died, he said, truly, you are the Son of God. All it took was thunder. And he was like, okay, you're serious. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at that point, he's already... He's already in quotations, dead. But then, that's the beauty of it. Three days later, he proved dead. death can't hold you. Death can't hold me. You know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, One thing that is so amazing is Jesus Christ, he can do anything. He's never sinned in his life the whole time he was on earth. He was perfect. All he had to do was call the angels and say, Father, come get me. Come get me off this cross. That's I don't, I don't do. want no more pain. Just come get me, Father. That's all he had to do. But no, he stayed on that cross for all of us to die for our sins. He didn't do anything. He died for our sins so we could all have eternal peace in heaven. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I don't... It's like Cole said. He stayed there. He's a son of God. He could have He could have left us here for nothing. And it wouldn't have phased him. Well, yeah, it would have. But he's a son of God. He doesn't have to listen to us, but he chooses to. That's the big thing. Like you said, he chooses to. He doesn't have yeah. to. He just chooses to. Like, I don't, I'm trying to think here. I don't have, I don't know. What don't I have to do? Give, give me an idea. You don't have to go to work. I do. I have, well. a, boat, I have a boat payment. <laughs> I have a boat payment. <laughs> I have to go to work. Let's see. I, mm. You don't have to do this podcast. I don't have, no, I, I, yeah, I do. No, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't have to do this podcast, but I choose to. It's the same thing. Free will. goes back to free will. It's our choice. And what our choices, choices in our lives are a big part in our flesh. If we make bad choices, our flesh grows bigger. If we make good choices, our spirit grows bigger, the Holy Spirit. And that's... That goes back to... We we thought about uh, naming our podcast to Flesh versus Spirit. Yeah. And because we took forever to find out a name... Cause it's a lot harder than you would think it is, oh yeah. I promise. Because there is so many podcasts out there, especially Christian-based and religious-based. It took us forever to find a good name because our first name that we thought was really good that Braden came up with was Transform, and I really liked that, but there had to be a thousand of those <laughs> podcasts. Man, with millions of podcasts on the Internet, I mean, it's good that there's that many Christian uh, podcasts out there, but my gosh, that was such a headache to try to find a name for this thing. My dad actually came up and interrupted, and then you came up with the by cross part. Yeah, because um, we were we were thinking uh, we were actually at Phil's house when we came up with the name. Well, when we finished the name completely, we were getting the sound equipment, and we were like, "Well, interrupted." Braden mentioned that they might not know it's a Christian podcast because it's just called Interrupted. And no. then we came up with by cross because I mean, cross interrupts our life. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So, real quick. I want you to give me, I want you to give me your best outdoors story that involves God. 
I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Let's see what you got. That involves God. That involves God. Hmm. I want. I want. I want to hear this. Do you know yours? I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I don't know if this involves God or not. It might, but I'll say it anyways. So when I was about 13 years old, maybe maybe a little younger, me, Stephen, and my dad, we went hunting. We went turkey hunting. There was a log on top of the ridge that was laying down, so we used that as cover. We leaned our backs against it. We had turkey decoy out in front of us. So Dad was sitting there calling, you know, maybe calling every five or ten minutes, not consistently. Didn't see anything. We we heard a turkey. Didn't really get that close. Maybe about an hour or two into our hunt, um, there was something behind us. We didn't hear it at all. So my dad, I think he was to the left of me and Stephen was to the right because I think I was in the middle or I was on the far left. I can't remember. But we looked. I looked behind me, and when I looked behind me, there was a paw, and it was underneath that log about to reach me. I'm not. I'm like. I'm not lying, guys. You could ask my father or ask Stephen. But there was a. It was a coyote. No, no, it was a bobcat. Yeah, it was a bobcat. There was a bobcat's claw that was behind me, like about to reach me, because I think that when he seen the not he the thought decoy, it was a turkey exactly, because when we were calling for the turkeys, he probably th- thought that we were the turkey. Uh, right where that log was so we stood up real quick tried to shoot it as soon as we stood up it was gone in a split second because them things are fast but I mean I don't know if this really relates to God maybe well, he just maybe, had, Jesus maybe, had to just spice up the moment you know it may go boring gonna, well I was going to say maybe you guys don't think it's about God or God wasn't that involved but I mean in my opinion I mean he was that close to grab me like when I say he was close he was probably like an inch of being towards me and did you say you were 13 or 14? Yeah. Well, I might have been younger than that. I was really young. Yeah, you were a small human being. Yeah. So that thing could have easily drug you off. That's the thing, too, is that bobcat could have got me any time. He could have took my life away right then if he really wanted to. But he chose not to. He chose to keep me living, to spread the gospel of God like like we are right now. And I'm just very thankful for that. And I just I don't know. I just don't understand. Sometimes I, I, I promise you, there's a lot of stories that are not gonna mean a lot to people, but means to the person telling it. Exactly, you can involve God in every single story of your life. I promise you, it plays a part. Yeah, you may not know why. Yeah, even if you don't think he did anything in that story, there's did, something he you did just can't see. Exactly. You, it's it's one of those moments in a movie where you're like, hold on, I missed that. Rewind. Like you know what I'm saying? Like let's go back and review this story. See if I can spot anything. At, could have changed the outcome, what happened. So I'm going to share a fishing story. I think you've heard this story. So I was real young. I was probably 12 or 13, and we go fly fishing on the South Wilson River. It was me, my dad, and Eric, one that kind of introduced me to fly fishing. It was me, my dad, and Eric, and we went to the very lowest part of, you know how they drain Boone Lake? Yeah. Went to the very lowest part of right there at that bridge. And uh, I'm standing in the middle. And then about 100 yards above me is my dad. Then about 60 yards below me is Eric. So was you, on the, was you on the bank? No, I was in the middle of the river. Smack dab in the middle. Oh, you're waiting. Okay. okay. Yeah, so I went, when I went out to the middle of the river, it kind of dipped down a little bit to about my knees and then came back up and I was on like an inch of water. It was like a sandbar out right in the middle. So I'm fishing, not having a clue what I'm doing because I'm kind of brand new to fly fishing. And I'm just out there looking like an idiot. And I looked to my left, and there's a gigantic fish. Gigantic fish. I mean, this thing was at least like two and a half, three foot long. Swims right by me going down the river. I am all in on this fish, dude. I am, like, slapping him in the face with this thing. 
trying to catch a sucker. And next thing I know, the water is up to my waist. And I'm about a whopping five foot four tall at that age. And uh, I looked to my right, I can't see the bottom. Looked to my left, definitely can't see the bottom. I'm like, well, I'm stuck. Okay. So I look at my dad. He finally realizes the water's coming up. The guy below me's done gone. He's done up in the car thinking we're going to come out. And the water keeps coming up, keeps coming up, keeps coming up. Dad, look, my dad luckily is like six foot four. He's a freaking giant. He uh, luckily starts wading to towards me, and the water is like just before it tips over in his waders, and he grabs my fingertips and pulls me out. You know how easily I could have died right there. You know, now I know how to get out of that situation. But then... You are new. You were a big I had no idea what to do with that safety belt on my waist. I had no idea what to do with my rod. I think God used that moment to, you know, wake me up and say, Hey, pay attention. This is my outdoors. Don't just focus on the fish. Focus on your surroundings and be careful. That's the way I look at it. Because ever since then, I've paid attention to what's around me. And I've enjoyed it more because it's taught me a lot more, you know. Easily could have took my life that day, but he didn't, like you said, with your bobcat story. So both of us could not be here right now. So welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm thankful for a lot of things, honestly. If you don't know me, like personally, you wouldn't know this, but I've had oh, man. a lot of injuries and accidents throughout my life, and my life could have been gone in a second for any of those, honestly. But... um gonna say something else oh yeah when you were talking about the river uh being up how far up did it get on you like before you got pulled out well, me being a whopping five foot four uh it's about two feet from the top of my head to the top of my waders and it was right at my waders so i mean it was probably about to come into your waders probably probably about three feet i mean that's yeah. not much now yeah, that i'm like six foot tall yeah but back then it was cutting it close and it's, it is so easy. I don't know if you guys really been fly fishing next to, in the river, like where there's a generator and stuff. But whenever they let that water come through. It comes in a hurry, dude. Yeah, because they sounded the alarm for the water to come through. Me and my dad were fly fishing. It was the first time I ever took him to the river, and we were uh, waiting. So the water started coming down, and the guy beside me left, you know, whatever. Didn't really think much of it. But the the alarm sounded, so I was like, okay, they're going to start generating. But it'll be a few minutes, so I'm just going to, you know, kind of hang out here uh-huh. until it starts getting a little high. Next thing I know, I was just having fun. I was, honestly, I think I might have had one hooked or something, and I was about to, I just looked down, like you said, and it was starting to get pretty high. I looked at my surroundings, some of the rocks that weren't covered before, they were completely covered, yeah. and I was like, Dad, probably need to leave. Because my dad first mentioned it. If he wouldn't have mentioned it, I might have just still been in there fly fishing. It's and just like that meme. Attention. All right, I'm going to head out. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I think the biggest thing that I can take away is look for God in every single situation. At that moment, it may not look like he's there, but he's there. It's he's like I said, there. one of those pause, hang on, I missed it moments yeah, I mean, in a TV show. God, we're the children of God, like Braden said. He's going to always watch over his children no matter what. It doesn't matter what situation you're in. He's always going to watch over us. Yeah, hang on. Okay, so... Look for God in every single situation that you're in, even though it may see slim to none that he's there. But I promise you, sometimes you have to be quiet 
It's like it's like that analogy, whatever people use. The teacher is silent during the test. If you're going through a phase in your life right now, it may just be a test. And the teacher's got to be silent to test your knowledge, to test how much you have faith, how much faith you have. And that's very important to continue to be in prayer and focus. Focus hard. Focus. I'm going to say this one last thing before we get off here, Braden. When we're talking about the test, sometimes God will test us because, like our first podcast, talking about the government, about we should listen to the government unless it's against God's word. Maybe if he brings in somebody that doesn't go with God's word, that's not what God that's not what what God would like, you know. If maybe it's a test because if we listen to his word and we shouldn't because it's against God's word, that could be a test against us. Yeah, it's a test if, you know, if we're going to cuss, throw things, get mad or we're going to have faith in God that he put him there for a reason. Exactly. So I mean, or we're going to follow the things that he's saying even though we really shouldn't. Exactly. You can't you can't take it out of context and just be like, "Oh, I got to follow this no matter what." Can't do that. Yeah. It's very fine line between God's law and the government's law. Very fine line. So, Well, guys, uh, I think we're going to end it here. Uh, I think we've had a pretty good discussion today. I, think I thought we, it was fun. I did, too. I think we hit some topics that we weren't really planning, but it turned out really well. No, so once again, if you have any questions or you want us to talk about a topic, email us at all lowercase letters, transformedbray.cole at gmail.com. Check us out on Spotify, Interrupted by Christ, or the Anchor app. Supposed to have more platforms coming soon, but you know we gotta. Yeah, we had to. It says there's six platforms that's available right now. We just have to create an account and get in there. But whenever we get it up on Apple Music and get it up on a few more platforms, we'll let you guys know. We'll holla at you. All right, so uh, I think it's gonna be it. Yeah, y'all, y'all have a good rest of the week. We're gonna get this posted today. It is the seventh. It's Sunday today, so y'all, this is when y'all will see it. All right, we love you guys. Continue in prayer. Read your Bible. God loves you. Have a have a blessed day. Yeah, y'all have a great rest of the week. Adios.